Hello, I'm Daniel. I want to talk to you today about compassion. Compassion is a very important virtue that we talk about in meditation, in Buddhism, and I think that sometimes we don't talk about it enough. We spend a lot of time thinking about mindfulness and wisdom and meditation, and compassion is really what brings us together and what creates harmony among different groups of people, among us and our neighbors and among different people. And I want to start by recommending a book. And this book is called Training in Compassion, Zen Teachings on the Practice of Lojong. Uh, if you just look up Training in Compassion, Norman Fisher, you'll find it. It's a really good book that explores these topics really deeply. Um, but I'm not going to really read quotes from it or anything, but I do want to recommend it. Training in Compassion. It's got... The cover looks like a beach with a floating red dot, and in it, a Zen teacher explores Tibetan Buddhist teachings, which is something that I like. So, what are we talking about when we talk about compassion? First of all, we don't always think of compassion as having levels, but it does. There is, um, gosh, people call it relative compassion and absolute compassion. I think that's weird, so I don't like it. I just like to call it compassion and then boundless compassion, which are, maybe that's weird too. But the point is we're thinking of everyday compassion that we have, and then we're thinking of heavier compassion, compassion that's harder to cultivate. So everyday compassion, what am I talking about? I'm talking about when my son falls down and he gets hurt and I feel bad for him. That's everyday compassion. That is, that is my son. It's, it's, uh, easy for me to have compassion for my son. And actually sometimes too easy because my kids try to manipulate me, but regular everyday compassion is compassion for the people we care about. It's compassion for our loved ones, for our friends. It's compassion for people that look like us and act like us too. It's really easy to have that. Well, maybe not really easy, but it is, it's easy to have that. It's when we really care about the struggles of the people around us. That's everyday compassion. And it's really important to cultivate that. It's really important to have a lot of everyday compassion. Again, compassion makes us more connected and connection is very important and we need connection in our lives. It's very important and I think we don't talk about connection enough. But what I want to talk about now is that boundless compassion. That is compassion for people that we think don't deserve it. Compassion for people that we think don't deserve it. And we really struggle with that. We really struggle with that. And we think, this person is not like me. They don't deserve my compassion. I'm going to hold it back. Or this person caused their own problems. Why would I have compassion for them? This person caused their own problems. Why would I have compassion for them? Or this person did something bad to me. Why would I have compassion for them? That is where compassion is hard. When someone got themselves in a really bad situation and it's obvious that it's their fault. Um, when someone has wronged us, it's hard to have compassion for them, of course. And then when someone's really different from us, it's hard to have compassion for them. And so that's what we need to learn how to cultivate. Because again, 
This is about connection. We're happier when we're connected to others. We're having a better life when we're connected to others, and we're having more harmony in the world when we're connected to others. And harmony helps us in our practice, in trying to live better lives. Harmony helps us a lot more than we think it does. And that's, that's why in Buddhism, um, the Buddha made these list of ethical teachings because they're designed to bring harmony. Harmony is what brings us a better life. It's all about harmony. So, compassion brings us harmony. So, who are the people we don't feel compassionate for? A lot of the time, we don't feel compassionate for, first of all, um, a lot of people struggle to feel compassionate toward people that are really different. People with, that look different, people from different cultures, people that speak differently. There's a tendency sometimes to not have compassion for them, or in the worst case, to not think of them as people. That's the worst thing, is to not think of them as people because they're different. And I think we're all guilty of this sometimes. We think the people that are most like us are the people that are most human, are the people that are most deserving of compassion. We wouldn't think of it that way, I hope. We wouldn't think that person's less human because they're less like me. But in the back of our minds, we have that. We, Especially people in these divided times, I think we think of people who maybe they have very different values than us, or they think very different things are important than what we think is important. And as a result of that, it's hard to feel connected to them. It's hard to feel connected. Gosh, and I don't want to feel get political except to say it's hard for me to feel connected with someone that really wants a giant wall. It's hard for me to feel connected with someone that has that view, that strongly holds on to that view. And at the same time, I know someone who really wants a giant wall, they must have a lot of trouble feeling connected to people that are trying to cross that border. I don't have trouble feeling connected to those people. But um, that's our difference. And that's just a difference. We need to feel we want to cultivate great compassion so that we feel connected, and that's really hard to do sometimes. And, but I want to. I want to because I know it's best for me, it's best for harmony, it's best for the world if we can feel connected to each other. If we can find ways to come together. And that is, again, really hard sometimes. So I think of people very different from us, people with very different values, or people that look very different, or people that sound very different, and I think of those as people it's hard to feel compassion for, but we want to try to cultivate that. We want to try to ask ourselves, when we're having the opinions we're having, when we're arguing, especially, we want to try to ask ourselves, am I being as compassionate as I can right now? Am I manifesting the best compassion of my nature? Or am I clinging really hard to my views and not having compassion? And I think that everyone could be thinking about that, especially when we have arguments, especially when we're not thinking of how we can help. So I also want to think about other ways that we don't maybe practice compassion. So um, when I go to work, when I'm going to work, which I'm not all the time right now, but when I'm going to work, um, there's a homeless man who sits off the highway off-ramp, and I like to give him fruit. 
I like to give him an apple or an orange every day. And I know it's a view some people have that, and I've, I've been known to give him a little bit of money, a dollar or two every day too, but usually it's fruit. I like to give people fruit, but because I don't think he's getting fruit from anyone, but there are people that say, you know, those are fake homeless people. We shouldn't give them anything or those homeless people are alcoholics and they are, if you give them money, they're going to spend it on alcohol. And of course, there are people that think, well, if they made better choices, they wouldn't be homeless. So why would I help them? And gosh, I feel like all of those views are poisonous. All of those views are not helpful. Even if we come up with a reason not to help them, we can still feel compassion for them. We can still feel sad that they're homeless. We don't have to think of them as less human and not deserving of our compassion. That's what we're talking about with boundless compassion. We're talking about, I don't want to take a moment to think, does this person deserve, does this person deserve my compassion? I don't want to take that moment. I want to just have compassion for them. I just want to wish a better life for them, regardless of how they got to where they are. And I have no clue also. I have no clue how they got to where they are, right? There could be all sorts of factors. And I don't want to take a moment to think, does this person deserve my compassion? I just want to show them my compassion. So I'm going to give that guy a fruit every time I see him. As long as I have fruit. And I hope I always remember to have fruit because I want to help and I want to express compassion and I want to make this guy have a better day. And some part of that is me wanting to feel good. Right? I feel good about myself when I give this guy an apple or an orange or whatever I give him. I feel good about myself. And that's an aspect of compassion too, actually. We might then consider our compassion self-serving if we feel good, but I think we should let ourselves feel good about it because the fact of the matter is our, our true nature is good. So giving, that giving feels good, that's okay. That makes it so we're feeling good and we're helping a person and that's okay. We shouldn't struggle with that and think, oh, well, I'm just doing it to feel good. We should give. We should not st also should not stop to consider whether I deserve this good feeling that I get from giving. We should just give. We should just express compassion whenever we can because it is in our nature and it does feel good and it does help the world. Little things that we do for others help the world. And even just little positive thoughts. I hope that person has a better day. I hope that person is inside right now because it's raining really hard. That's good for us. It is not good for us to think that person does not deserve my compassion because they did this to themselves or because they don't look like me or because they don't think like me. It's not good to think that way. It's better to think I hope they have the best life they can. And if we should see someone making bad choices all the time that just wrecks their life, we can also think to ourselves, I hope they make better choices. And of course we can remind ourselves that we don't know. We don't know what that person went through. We don't know how this person came to these views that we think are really bad. We don't know how this person came to be homeless. We don't know anything about another person's struggle. All we really know is that they're struggling and they're having a hard life just like we are. 
just like we are. We're all struggling all the time. Life is really hard for even for people that we tend to think have a really easy life and have always had a really easy life. Well, okay, that um, other people have really different struggles than we do sometimes, but we're all getting older. We're all getting sick. We're all seeing people we care about die. So there are struggles that are that are fundamental to the human condition that we all have. Even someone who has a very different life than me, they still have some of the most difficult struggles that I have. And so even someone who seems like they haven't had to suffer in their life, I can still try, and it's not always easy, but I can still try to have compassion for them. And I can still have that thought when I'm struggling to feel compassion when I'm struggling and I'm really thinking someone's awful and I'm really hoping for something bad to happen to them. I can still bring that, try to bring that idea to mind. Am I manifesting the most compassion I can right now? Am I caring about this person who I really disagree with, who really thinks differently than me, who really is really different from me? Am I trying to manifest love and compassion or am I just holding on to negative feelings instead? And I think we really need to train in compassion right now. We really need it. The world desperately needs it. We are tearing ourselves apart and tearing each other apart, and it's no good. So that boundless compassion, that compassion for people that we think don't deserve it. That compassion for people that even do bad things to us. That's And that's the hardest, maybe. People who directly do bad things to us. It's hard to feel compassion for them. We want to... We want to take pleasure in someone else. In our enemy suffering. We want to take pleasure in that. And... That doesn't help. That is not the right kind of pleasure. That ultimately that hurts us. We want, we should want to uplift others and to feel compassion when people are struggling, even if they're our enemy, even if we really don't want them to succeed. We can still feel compassion when something really bad happens to them. That is my short talk on boundless compassion. It is. A very th hard thing to have, I know. And a commenter says, always look for the helpers in a crisis. There's a lot of compassion out there. That's true, too. A lot of the time, it's hard, it's hard to believe that compassion is part of our nature. It is hard to believe sometimes because we see a lot of horrible things in the world. We see a lot of people being really mean to each other. We see a lot of nasty stuff. And... We can always look for the helpers. I think Mr. Rogers said that. Always look for the helpers because there always are. You can always see somebody doing selfless good deeds if you look for them. And I think we need to think about those people more because that is happening out there. There is always compassion if you look for it. We are, I think sometimes we're trained to look for the bad things and we should get away from that. And we need to look for the good because there is a lot of good in the world. So 
looking for the helpers is really good to help us remind ourselves compassion is a fundamental part of human nature. That's why it feels good when I give the homeless man a fruit, because compassion is part of my nature, and I can manifest that in all sorts of ways. And we can look for other people doing that, and we can feel better about humanity. And that's really important, too. So that is my talk on compassion. I hope this talk has been helpful to you. Thank you for listening.